0: Whoa, everything is real. I'm Natalie D.
1: I'm Drew Toothpaste.
0: Uh, today we're talking about the question on everyone's mind. Is the British royal family aliens? The
1: Mountbatten Windsors?
0: Yeah, those guys.
1: Old Prince Philip type guys, King Charles, the late Queen Elizabeth II.
0: Right, to right.
1: Maybe Queen Elizabeth I. I mean, you. I feel like it's easy to trace their family line. <laughs> right, They've, right. They're like one of the main families. I think that queens should be like integers on computer. I think you should start with zero. I think if you're a new king and you're just named something different, obviously King Charles III, right? Right. The third member of an array should be King Charles II. The first King Charles should just be King Charles 0 because there's no father to his style.
0: Right, right.
1: So the idea is that they're not human.
0: Right, they are aliens or maybe they're reptilians. Who knows? I'm going to be upfront. I am not sure I'm a reptilian person. I haven't been sold on the idea of reptilians yet.
1: So there's... An an idea that's floating around. It's mostly spread by David Icke. Yeah, right. And the idea is that a lot of the rich and prominent people on Earth are actually shape-shifting reptilians. Right. I don't know that I believe in that idea of reptilians, and I do think that a lot of the conspiracies that guy gets himself involved in are a psyop.
0: Right, right.
1: But I want to talk more about him later.
0: Right, we will get to him, I'm sure.
1: So what is the reasoning behind the royal family being non-human?
0: Okay, so people speculate, and it is mostly conspiracy theorists who are doing the speculating, that the British royal family is not human. They said that people who claim this say that they look different than us, they aren't subject to human laws, they live too long, (laughs)
1: These are all true, yeah.
0: And for some weird reason, everyone on the planet just can't stop kissing their asses, right? Yeah. And they point out how when Queen Elizabeth died recently, even the United States had our flags at half mass because of it. We are here because we left there.
1: Now, I gotta say, this really made me suspicious. Right. This point in particular, because the entire point of the United States, at least... (laughs) Okay, look, there's some different points to the United States depending on who you ask, why it was founded and why it continues to exist. Right. But the main idea that we were all told is that England was too tight. (laughs) We had to get out and go loose.
0: We had to get free, maybe.
1: Then when the British were here, we tried to kill them all. Right, right. And then we were victorious and when we killed enough of the British that they had to leave, we made a holiday Right. and we celebrated every year by exploding shit. Shit.
0: Right, just blowing shit
1: up. That's pretty fucking aggressive.
0: Yeah, she's like, pew, pew, not England, bitch. Pew,
1: still In, not England. Anytime something happens, like if something bad happens at your work, you're like, what are you, some kind of red coat?
0: <laughs> I've never said that. <laughs> that sounds like something your grandpa would say.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna Paul Revere your ass back to Bulldog Island. <laughs>
0: So there are a host of reasons why they think that. Why would you think that? Going in raw.
1: Going in raw, why would I think that the royal family of England is not human? They seem to have an unusual power over everybody. And there's a consent that goes into governing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say that the members of Congress hold a weird psychological sway over people. Right. Why do people like Joe Biden so much? Well, the reason why people like Joe Biden is The Onion accidentally spent eight years making up articles saying he was cool. Right. <laughs> That's <the laughs> That was long... the joke was
0: that he's not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You know, you can't teach people a lesson and you can't teach humanity a lesson. But if you personally, as a a listener, didn't learn something from that, then that would be shocking to me. I found that very illustrative.
0: Right, right. No one else is paying attention that much, though.
1: (laughs) There's a semantic question of whether the royals are not human in some physical genetic way. And then there's the question of whether or not the royals are functionally human. And they're not functionally human. Right, right. And so that is half of it to me, is that they are not really subject to any laws. I mean, you had the one guy scooting around with Jeff Epstein. Uh Uh-huh. Is anything ever going to happen to him?
0: Oh, they said, oh, that's not good. And then he's not invited to any of the special parties anymore, maybe.
1: So he got Rudolph reindeered.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: right. (laughs) Yeah. like, just the very most minimal punishment right. they could have devised. The just, finger
0: wag. Uh, no, uh, uh. no teenage girls, that's bad no
1: so if they're not in terms of society treated the same as anyone else well that maybe begs the question
0: but being treated like a human isn't what makes you a human because there's plenty of people on this planet who are human and aren't treated like that
1: that's true that's true many people are not treated like a human and it's not because they have too much money
0: (laughs) right right so anyways one of the reasons they say that the royal family is not like us, is that they all have RH negative blood. Really? And they say that's the bloodline of the
1: Anunnaki's. (laughs) Well, so the RH negative is interesting to me, but they're heavily inbred.
0: Right, right.
1: Royal families always have stuff happen to them where they have hemophilia, which typically has a low incidence rate, but they have combined and recombined these recessive genes. Right. And you can look at some Somebody like one of the Charles of Spain if you go look at his <laughs> his
0: Charles royal the Second.
1: Charles King Charles II of Spain yeah uh He really has a heck of a royal portrait worth checking him out. And
0: you know that that royal portrait, the guy who painted it, was really kissing his ass. He was making him as beautiful as possible because he wanted to make sure he got hired on to make another portrait
1: later. Absolutely. He knew if he didn't... That was a glamour shot. If he didn't do a total glamour shot... Right. He was going to dungeon.
0: Right. He had to do absolute stunning glamour shots. So that guy must have been a hot mess.
1: But so if the royal family are RH negative, right? Uh Uh-huh. And they have have stuff wrong with them like hemophilia mm-hmm. which requires that they get blood transfusions right but they can't get blood transfusions from very many people they have to have special blood put into them
0: right right Aninaki blood <laughs> <laughs> So let's move on a little bit to the Anunnaki, just to catch everyone up. So the Anunnaki were Sumerian deities, and their main function was to control the fate of humanity. Okay. And so there were a bunch of clay tablets that were found in Mesopotamia that showed the Anunnaki gods creating the human race. And the main Anunnaki in these clay tablets was a guy named Enki. Mm-hmm. And he had like a syncretic equivalence with Poseidon.
1: So he was functionally the same guy that the Greeks called Poseidon, is right. that what you're saying? Right, right. Okay.
0: And so is Poseidon also Neptune?
1: Pretty sure. Sounds right, yeah. The water guy with his pitchfork.
0: Right. <laughs> so the British royal family, they have a state coach that they ride around in, right? Their, uh-huh. little, their little coronation mobile, right? And... There's a picture on the side of it of Poseidon. Think about
1: it. Okay. <laughs> okay. If they're not part Poseidons, which they may be, <laughs> right, right. Then they're at least venerating Enki.
0: Right, right. right.
1: They're venerating Anki. Who is controlling the fate of humanity. And hey, if you are trying to also control humanity, you would want to link you want a link. Yeah. Maybe they
0: just have the picture on the little chariot thing yeah. because they're trying to suck up. Because they know like when you have like your car and you put a Devo sticker on it. Because you like Devo. Doesn't mean that I'm in Devo, right?
1: Well, there's something I think as Americans that we don't... Now, actually, that's a lie. We do see like symbology all the time. The American flag is, is everywhere. I live in a bubble where I just, I don't use the American flag and right. I don't see it from day to day inside of my house because I don't think I have one.
0: Our money has a pyramid with an eye on it.
1: Yeah. Does our money even have an American flag on it?
0: Uh, Maybe a little one in the background. I don't mm, know.
1: Much to think but about. But what I'm
0: saying is, you know, be late to throw down some symbology here and there. (laughs) So, they will refer to the royal family as blue bloods.
1: Uh Uh-huh, yeah.
0: And they will also call, like, affluent people in America blue bloods, too. Like, the Kennedys and the Rockefellers and all that. Sure. Right? And part of what these people are arguing as evidence... That these people are not human is that there is an alternate way that blood could be composed, right? Like our blood has iron in it.
1: Yeah, it has hemoglobin that carries the oxygen.
0: Right, and so our blood is red, right? But other animals like octopuses and snails and spiders and stuff, they have something called hemocyanin, which is similar to hemoglobin, only it's made of copper. And so these guys have blue blood instead.
1: Mm-hmm, okay. And so they're
0: saying that the reason they call them blue bloods is because they have the different kind
1: they have copper based blood.
0: Right, right. That seems like, you know, okay, all right, I'm listening. <laughs> The effects of this copper blood clearly is that you cannot marry a poor person With and have a, him get irony blood all over your copper blood. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, you probably wouldn't even be able to do anything anyway. Could you even, like, breathe interspecies if you were, like, an octopus alien guy?
1: If you were an octopus alien, I think you would need to, like, manually get in and do some big-time genetic engineering. My guess. Right. I'm not an Anunnaki. Maybe right. they have an app that does it for you. Right. So do you think the R.H., factor the rhesus factor yeah right do you think the rh factor was a cover story for why they need special blood is that the construction is that how that fits together yeah probably yeah (laughs) <laughs> and the anunnaki they had in order to get their hardware working on something that looks human they had to get the copper blood that's right. the idea okay right. yeah
0: so i mean it's much to think about obviously we're talking about like conspiracy theory stuff but sometimes like their arguments are a little flimsy for me i would like a little more meat on the bone i would like a little more intrigue right <laughs> so here's my question with this stuff with the Rh factor. If these guys have Rh negative blood and that indicates someone different than us, right? Why did they test my blood when I was pregnant to check if I had Rh negative blood or not? Because wouldn't I know if I was an alien guy?
1: (laughs) Well, maybe they were going to deny you health care if you were an Anunnaki. (laughs) They're like, you have your own system set up for this.
0: Why wouldn't I know? Wouldn't I be in the special hospital for alien octopus blood people?
1: In Mesopotamia. In Mesopotamia. (laughs) (laughs) So something like... 10 or 15% of people worldwide are RH negative. Right. Uh, So if we're talking 10% of the world that's uh, almost 800 million people. Right. So I think that idea specifically is pretty flimsy. (laughs) Right. Because obviously people who have RH negative blood are not aliens. And there are areas, now this is really interesting there's areas like the Basque region in Spain, Mm -hmm. which is this sort of isolated region in northern Spain. And they speak a language called Basque, which is a language Isolate it's not related to any other language on earth as far as people know Mm -hmm. They have a much higher incidence of rh negative blood. It's like concentrated there, right? That is very interesting If you were going to make an argument about people being aliens You might look at the people who all have different blood and speak a language Nobody else understands that didn't come from any other language if you ask me
0: right I mean if I was to look at that population and extrapolate like in thinking about our conversation. Today, I would assume that the Basque people had a high concentration of RH negative blood because they were isolated from the rest of the world, and maybe it's a recessive trait.
1: Sure. Yeah, same as in the royal family. Right. But I think that the story with the RH blood in the royal family may be a cover story for the fact that their blood actually is not compatible with human blood. Tell me more. So many of the royals have hemophilia. And again, this can happen in the normal human population. I'm not saying that if you have hemophilia that you are an alien. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm saying. But they have all of these blood-based conditions and they can't use normal human blood. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It seems a little specific. I could see how you could at least guess that there was something different going on of course it may just be heavily recessive genes right or it could be the fact that king charles iii is a direct descendant of vlad the impaler
0: yeah i mean yeah
1: vlad the impaler as well as a lot of the royals have a disease called porphyria
0: oh that's like being a vampire for real
1: it's like being a vampire for real it's an iron deficiency so if oh. they have blood
0: <laughs> made of which copper.
1: is made of copper
0: there's no iron baby
1: that would cause them to become incredibly pale And
0: anemia. Iron deficient. Hmm.
1: I don't know, just a thought.
0: Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, this is kind of off topic, but I want to talk about what I noticed in the aftermath of the queen dying a couple weeks ago. Like, I'm going to go ahead and it's like a big topic. Like, it's like the biggest news story for a while, right? It's a pretty big news story. It doesn't happen very often. Sure. Why did they have her lying in state in just a box? No panache. It's just a box. No glass casket with her, like, trussed up in beautiful makeup.
1: It was it plain air?
0: It was just a casket with a flag over it and some stuff and her crown. Like, you couldn't see her. Like, anybody else...
1: Oh, it was closed casket. Yes. Sus.
0: I think that is sus. Like, if you're going to make people wait in a line that's five miles long or whatever, and you're just going to rustle them by real fast, like, at least give them something to look at.
1: The point of body viewing at a funeral... It's not something I'm even personally fond of. I hate looking at dead bodies. I've gone on record saying that before.
0: (laughs) I hate them. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't like looking at dead bodies. I don't like going to funerals. But when I'm talking about someone like the Queen of England or like a head of state, like a huge political figure, cultural figure, like when I go to a funeral of one of those people, I want you to show me what you got.
1: That's the point is that it's like habeas corpus. Right. 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 This is for real. This is not some sort of staged thing. You want to see the dead body because it proves something to you. Right. Whether emotionally or materially. It proves something to you and you're satisfied that the person has passed.
0: Right. I mean, like, how long do they have Lennon on display?
1: Well, they had him under glass, too, didn't they? Right, right. You could see Lennon.
0: Right. How long do they have Ava Perrone on display? Forever. Go look at her.
1: There's also the very glaring elephant in the room which is that it was back in uh, February of this year they said the queen was transitioning to a new state and we basically didn't see her and then there were questions of whether the footage of the queen going around and doing stuff was like CGI or AI I mean if you look at the new season of what we do in the shadows you see Colin Robinson's head on that little boy they did a pretty good job with that right? and they didn't have the budget of the Anunnaki
0: right right that's true I thought it was strange. I saw a bunch of news stories with, like, photos of the queen puttering around and doing stuff and, oh, dear me, right? All over the place on Tuesday before she died. And then on Thursday she was dead. And it seemed to me like they just popped the batteries out of her back like small wonder. <laughs> 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 and that was the end of it. They just dusted their hands. It seems suspicious to me.
1: Ew, ew. <laughs> Everybody agrees that it was timed. Everybody agrees that it was timed, I mean, you can, if you have an infinite budget and infinite resources, you can keep somebody going until the time that you determine that you want. You Like, you've already scheduled the funeral and you have to, like you said, pop the batteries out. Right, right. The timing of it happened right at a time when the press started saying, hey, you know the energy bills for everybody in four months are going to be like 10 to 50 times what they're supposed to be?
0: Right, right.
1: Hey, did you know that Brexit ruined the economy, the pound? is worth less than a dollar. Right. Like, it was just 2007, a dollar was worth half a pound. Right. Right now, a dollar's worth just about a pound. The euro is below the value of the
0: dollar. Right,
1: right. And so all these things are happening, and then literally the presenters on the BBC... We're saying things like the question of the energy crisis is not even something we're going to talk about anymore because there are more important things happening.
0: Like the death of a 96-year-old. Like, didn't you guys see this one coming? Like, is it really an emergency? To me, there is nothing more natural and expected than a 96-year-old dying.
1: That's kind of, you know, when you have a movie with a dog.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> right. After a certain point, like, you have to come to terms with the fact that you got a stale queen, right? Like, it, it is what it is, man. And, you know, maybe they made the assessment and then she got the pink shot, like, everyone's favorite dog.
1: Maybe, you know, normal dogs that have iron blood get a pink shot. Right.
0: What kind, what kind of shot do the Anunnaki dogs get?
1: Uh, lavender. Has to be, right? The lavender shot, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what evidence do we have that the British royal family is aliens? I mean, well, let's talk about it. So, it is very apparent that the little tendrils of the British royal family kind of creep out into everything, right? hmm They discovered that all U.S. presidents, as well as all of English nobility are related through direct ancestry. That's
1: true, yeah.
0: They are all descended from John Lackland Plantagenet, and he was one of the signers of the Magna Carta. I would like to let you know I am also descended from the Plantagenets.
1: There's a lot of us. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I am.
0: I am. I don't think I am. I'm fancier than you are, though. So the only president in U.S. history who is not descended from John Lackland Plantagenet is Martin Van Buren.
1: Really? And why is that? He was Dutch. Okay.
0: So again, I'm not sure if it is something where it is suspicious or it's just the fact that It is a racist system and they only let white Anglo-Saxon guys in charge of stuff.
1: Well, I mean, on one hand, we're starting to see, especially in the last decade, we're starting to see... Women heads of state, and we're starting to see heads of state from minority groups. Right. Like, you know, we had Barack Obama, the first black president, the first president who had significant African ancestry as a president of the United States. He was also related to John Lackland Plantagenet.
0: Right. Right.
1: <laughs> Which is more significant than his father being part of the Luo or whatever in Kenya.
0: Right. How many kids did John Lackland Plantagenet have?
1: All they needed to do is double. They just needed to double for a few generations. It's like when you double your pay every day, you know, the math problem. Would you rather have a dollar a day or would you rather have a penny the first day, but then it doubles every day? Right. It's the Plantagenet penny.
0: Right. You got a
1: million of them by the end of the month.
0: Right. So just knowing about, like, Genghis Khan and how many people are related to Genghis Khan. Oh, yeah. Like, does that mean that anyone who's related to Genghis Khan has some kind of, like, shadowy, like, conspiracy together where they are, like, we are going to do something specific as a group, right? <laughs> I don't think
1: so. If you went and you found that, uh, you know, all the rulers of Central Asia from, like, even factions that were supposedly at war and in opposition to each other, if you found that they were all descended from Genghis Khan, that would be worth looking into. If you found that, like, the Kyrgyz Rep- public and Tajikistan and Turkmenistan and Mongolia and Kazakhstan and all these places, if all of their leaders were direct descendants from Genghis Khan, that would be worth looking into mm-hmm. for one reason or another. It's arguable that everybody is related. It's not just arguable. It's literally a fact. Right. Right. Because if you were not related to somebody, then you would not be in the same species. Now, they found that for many people, the most recent common ancestor is tens of thousands of years ago, except for a small group of people who have a last common ancestor that's about 170,000 years ago. It must be a very isolated population. Right, right. It's somewhere in Cameroon in Africa. They found somebody who does not share the common ancestor that about 99% of people on Earth do. Right. So everybody is related. Even that guy's related to us. He's just more of a further away cousin. But I do think, even if you say it's a class issue, it's really strange that they would all be related, isn't it? Right,
0: right. Well, sure, maybe. As you had mentioned, there are a lot of people in the royal family, including King Charles, that have porphyria. I didn't know he had porphyria. Does that explain his freaky hands?
1: It looks like his hands are full of iron.
0: His hands... Buddy.
1: His his They're hands are so
0: bloated. His little shirt cuffs cut into his wrists. Yeah, they do. Cause his hands are so bloated and like filled with blood like a little sausage.
1: It does. It looks like those packs of those Chicago Red Hot Dogs. (laughs) Right.
0: They're not right. I saw it one time and now it's like all I can see when I I see a picture of him. How has no one helped him yet? Someone
1: help him. Uh, They kept Queen Elizabeth II alive for 999 years. Why can't they drain some of the blood out of his fingers? Maybe
0: give him some robot hands. I don't give a shit. He's the fucking richest dude.
1: Maybe King Charles III who famously screamed one time when he saw Saran wrap. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a very (laughs) this is a dude who's got it together. Right, right. (laughs) Maybe they just Don't want to get in there. Maybe there's only a certain number of people that can work on him because it's like Alien. Right. Where if he gets his Anunnaki blood on you, (laughs) it'll burn you.
0: It'll burn through your scalpel and stuff, probably.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You probably got to have, like, ceramic, titanium, obsidian. You have to have fucking rare earth materials. He had to
0: do it on the space station. He had to take him up.
1: Oh, yeah. You, he's <laughs> got to be just like floating in the middle.
0: Yeah. Like a little tube. Like one of those light up tubes like an Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there was a repairman who was working on the palace, the queen's private freezer in 2012. And he said that she had body parts in there.
1: Human body parts. Yeah. That's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> because it is unprovable. Because, <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> seemingly most of the political matters that take place... In the United Kingdom are parliamentary, Mm -hmm. right? So really, the monarchy is not like super involved day to day. So they kind of run the country, but it seems like mostly they just hang out. Right, right. They are just chilling by example. (laughs) Right. But they still have incredible power. They just don't usually exercise it because everything is just going the right way. But, like, there were some football teams in England, and it's not clear to me as an American whether they mean football or soccer. I'm still not sure about that.
0: I think it's all soccer over there. They don't do our football. They don't do real football.
1: (laughs) So there were some football teams that got in trouble because they played soccer too recently after the Queen died. Uh And there are numerous examples of this in the media, just little sidebar pieces, like a, a boy's lemonade stand was set on fire by bobbies. right? They have this power. And there's this concept in the UK of libel, which we have in America. But libel laws in the UK are such that if you say something bad about somebody, they can just ruin you and bankrupt you, right? Which, given how much I talk, I'm really glad that we're not in the UK. I would have caught something by now.
0: Right. We're (laughs) nice, though.
1: Yeah, we are nice, but people take shit the wrong way.
0: Yeah, we're pretty nice, though.
1: (laughs) But so, the guy cannot be credited as being a speaker. The guy cannot provide photos or details because obviously the monarchy would just get him. Right. This also leads to the question of, well, you know, the royal family would know who was working. Somebody in the family would know who was working on the freezer and if he leaked this story, then it would come back to him. But maybe the story is just so outlandish that they feel like to refute it at all would be confirming that it happened.
0: Right. He's on that Bob Lazar where he's like, if anyone comes and gets me they'll know it's true.
1: Exactly i to <laughs> So this guy, (laughs) this contractor, I suppose, uh, went into one of the queen's residences. She has fucking residences everywhere. Right, sure. And it was unclear which one it was, but some constables went in with him. Again, as an American, I'm not sure if these are guys that shoot guns or if they just ride horses or what.
0: I think they have the hat, the guys with the hats.
1: The tall, round hats? Yeah. So this is, this truly is another dimension. You can see why people think they're aliens.
0: Right. Sure.
1: So the guy goes in and he goes to fix the freezer and he's not sure what's going on with the freezer and he fixes the compressor. He's like, ah, you know, this needs more Freon, whatever. You know, the same shit the the fridge guy always says. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I want to make sure that the queen's food is being frozen properly. And so while he is in there fixing the freezer, the constables just let him do it and the constables were just like wandering around the queen's house, like whooping it up. Right. And he... Opens up the freezer and he pulls out a bunch of chunks of meat, just like all these fucking chunks of meat. And he is like, (laughs) dog, what is going on here? And he pulls it out and then he pulls out a human forearm.
0: Oh, shit. With a
1: hand on it. And he sets it down. He's like, all right. And he goes, he's like, constables, you got to come in here. Because he's like, I ain't going to get caught with a frozen arm. Right. So he calls the police and the police are like, okay, what's wrong? And he was like, look at all this shit I found. He pulls it out. There's like a foot. There's a part of a torso. They find a bunch of genitals in there. Oh. Just all this frozen man meat. And apparently the guy and the constables were just standing there and just looking at it. And the constables are like, mate, you better put that the fuck back in the freezer and fix the freezer. And we all got to go, right? right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do too.
1: So the question is, was the queen eating human meat?
0: Maybe they just had extra parts to replace their bloated parts.
1: That could be a possibility that those were not eating parts. That's why it was so important that the freezer be maintained because those were replacement extra parts. king and queen parts. Right. You keep one running and you have a junk king in the back.
0: Maybe that's what's wrong with Charles's hands. Maybe he got a freezer burn. <laughs> So what evidence do we have that is not true? I mean, I'm sure more evidence than just what I'm going to go over here soon, but here we go. One of the main supporters of the theory that the British royal family is aliens is David Icke, who is a conspiracy theorist. Wasn't he a former sports guy also?
1: I think he played football or soccer, one of those.
0: And he's written books and he goes out on tours and stuff where he talks about how most of the ruling classes across the world are made up of of non-human creatures, usually reptilians or something like that, right? And he's not the most credible guy, I don't think.
1: I feel like David Icke gets fed a bunch of legitimate things along with the Looney Tunes stuff Mm -hmm. so that anything that he says can get discredited. Right. I think this is a total psyop. I don't think he knows he's a psyop. Right. I think he is getting fed information by question mark.
0: What if we end up being a psyop? Feed us information. Check out the Discord.
1: I would hate to be <laughs> an agent conducting a psyop, but on the other hand, you can check out the Discord, Patreon.com slash Garbage Brain University. But David Ike has been tying all of this reptilian stuff saying, you know, Bill Clinton is a reptilian. Mm-hmm. Obama's a reptilian. You know, the Bushes are reptilians. The Bushes are evil, but that's also in a different way. You know, George H.W. Bush actually had his hands in a lot of things. Right, right. Uh, But most importantly, in the way you can always tell that somebody is trying to drag some important information into the muck is that they start using anti-Semitic language. Right. It is true that nobody who uses anti-Semitic language and nobody who is going to speak out and say, all I'm saying. Right. (laughs) Anybody who's going to use anti-Semitic dog whistles, anybody who's going to say, uh, well, you know, there's one thing that they had in common.
0: (laughs) Right, right.
1: Just all of this, all of this stuff. It's true that that makes that person not credible. But... This is just like money laundering. Mm -hmm. You take streams and you mix the streams. You take UFO information that's valid and you feed it to David Icke. (laughs) And then David Icke says, well, the pyramid on the dollar is the Jews. (laughs) And then you're like, well, certainly the UFOs can't be credible. No, that has been fed through that channel to make sure that nobody believes in something that's fucking real. Right.
0: It's just like, I, I think I've made the analogy before that it's like you have all of this information of stuff that people want to keep hidden or they Don't want it to be part of the main discourse, right? And so it is like they get poopy hands. They get anti-Semitism and like anti-science, like all the the horrible shit that people get onto, right? And they get this poopy hand and then they start touching everything with it. And once you get poopy on it, no one's going to fucking look at it ever again.
1: Yeah. There's no way that any of these subjects can be considered legitimate. And one of the things that David Ike has been touching on recently is the idea that reincarnation is a trap. Right. Now, there's a lot of thought about reincarnation in society. And there's a lot of thought about, you know, go to the light tunnel of light you come back as something else you're good you come back as something good you're bad you come back as something bad right mm-hmm. and we've even talked about this a whole lot but he has been really hammering on this now I'm not an Ike right I just see him pop up <laughs> I see him pop up in every single fucking conspiracy topic
0: mm-hmm.
1: with all the talk about UFOs that that turned out to be real and this interdimensional stuff and faster than light travel and all this that turned out to be real it makes me wonder if everything they start feeding this guy isn't something they're trying to discredit why are they trying to discredit reincarnation right is that coming down the pipe (laughs) right (laughs) is that gonna be a big question of people and they gotta make sure that the guy who hates jews says it before (laughs) it becomes mainstream thought
0: right exactly exactly i mean in regards to like the alien stuff It's clear that we are standing on the precipice of them dumping some stuff out.
1: They're going to have to admit that it's real.
0: I mean, they already have. They're just doing it so slowly and so boringly that no one gives a
1: shit. Mm -hmm. They're taking advantage of people's short attention span. Right. And short memory. Right.
0: And I bet you anything, if we ever see an actual alien, they're going to bring out some alien that just looks exactly like a person and people are going to be like...
1: What if they bring out an alien that just looks like a Mountbatten? Right. Just some weird, sickly looking guy with a really long philtrum.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Got a long upper lip. (laughs)
1: Little beady eyes. (laughs)
0: Right. Right. (laughs) Right. So, one of the other ideas with the British royal family and people having conspiracies is that there is this conspiracy theory that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle is a ploy to tie the United States and Britain and eventually get the United States under British control again.
1: Mmm. So, how would they do that?
0: I mean, because their kids would be American by birth, and they're also royal blood.
1: Okay.
0: So they, I guess, would then be royal Americans.
1: And then the idea is, using the American class system, they get pushed through universities and the political machine and just walk their way right up to the top?
0: Right, right.
1: So when when does that happen? How old do you have to be? 40 to be president? 35? 37. (laughs) Don't just split it. (laughs)
0: Is it, I it's either it was,
1: 35 or I 40. I thought it was
0: 37. That's what I thought it was. If
1: you know how old you have to be <laughs> to be the president, shout out in the Discord. Again, that's patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. I already looked it up.
0: 35. I was wrong. I can say it, though. I can admit it because I'm at peace with myself. It's okay. I'll be wrong in front of you guys. I love you. <laughs> so, Now we're coming to the special part of our episode where we wrap it up and we give this a score. I want to discuss whether or not you believe the British royal family are human beings or not. And I want you to give us a score of how likely it is you think that it is that they are not.
1: I think given the fact that they are being kept alive. I mean, King Charles, just looking at this man. I mean, I've had relatives that were dying of multiple health conditions and they looked like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger compared to King Charles III. Right. (laughs) This man is insanely sickly. He looked like he was going to throw up when he had to sign something. I saw a video of him signing something in front of Liz trust the other day. He looked like he was going to barf. He was screaming when he saw a cling wrap.
0: Right. Do you think that his big fat hands make it so it's hard for him to use a pen? Or do you think that his big fat hands are just them being fat from him never using him for his whole life?
1: I just... <laughs> Well, I do think that, you know, there's a period of adjustment when you live at your mom's house. You know, you're born in your mom's house. You live at your mom's house. You get food from your mom. Your mom says, Charlie, it's dinner time. And then you go through an adjustment period at 18 or 25 or whenever you leave and you go to make your way. For King Charles III, this happened at age 76. Yeah. (laughs) Now, do I think the royal family are aliens? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to give this a solid 5 out of 10.
0: You think 5 out of 10?
1: I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10 because I do not care very much about the symbology. I don't think that they would dangle numerology and symbology out there to like get a thrill out of putting that stuff in front of us because that's human shit. Mm -hmm. That's what we think we would like to do if we were aliens having a conspiracy. Right. I do think that if anybody on Earth is a human alien hybrid. It's probably the Mountbatten Windsor family. Right. I also think that if you look at them over time, they're clearly improving their technology. The new ones look almost real. Mm -hmm. I think there's probably a 50 50 chance because whatever you want to say about, oh, the United States is so powerful, oh, this or that, oh, they have so many people in China. Canada's still part of England. What the (laughs) fuck? I thought you guys were independent. (laughs) I, I, I true, I really, I truly, you know, I knew about the history of Canada as being a British territory and all this, but I was under the assumption that they left at some point in the 1800s. I just, most people do. Right. And I was like, "Uh, I can't believe you guys had a fucking queen and a friend of mine in Canada is like, she was on the money, dude. Right, right. So Alien Queen of Canada, Alien Queen of Jamaica, Alien Queen of Australia, right? Mm -hmm. The list goes on. I think if there's anybody that's got their fucking tentacles all over the earth controlling... Everybody all over the earth, it's an alien. Right? It's not some human, it's not some race of human that has been maligned through history and is constantly being attacked and dragged into like racial hatred. I think it's literally an alien, and I think that the the royals, if anybody on earth is is more of an alien than we are, it's them.
0: Okay. All right. I'm what
1: here. do you what do you think, Natalie? <sighs> Pew. I'm giving it a one. You're giving it a one I'm out of giving 10 giving it a
0: one out of ten. I don't believe that they're aliens.
1: Not at all? No, I, I don't.
0: I feel like trying to argue that the British royal family is aliens or reptilian or in any way not a regular old monkey like the rest of us. I think that entertaining those ideas disconnects you from the full potential and the full spectrum of human behavior and you are saying that by having so much avarice and venality and like money grubbing greed and like empire. Having those tendencies makes you not human. Mm -hmm. But I think that having those tendencies makes you a flawed human. And I also think that when you have the level of privilege and wealth and power that the British royal family does, you lose your ability to empathize with regular people.
1: Oh yeah. You you do
0: not need relationships with regular people in order to be happy. You don't need relationships with regular people in order to, like, make sure that you are in a stable position and this and that. Like, they don't care about you. They don't need anything from you. And so... I think that they are absolutely 100% human. And you have to look at them as the worst case scenario and what can happen to the human soul.
1: <laughs> you right? Think, you think, like Roald Dahl says, you can look at somebody and it doesn't matter, you know, as far as standards of beauty go. If somebody has a kind soul and if somebody is a good person, you can see it on them. Right. You can tell. Right. And you're saying that's simply the opposite. <laughs> And also, Natalie. Before we go, I just want to say the main reason that I don't think I'm I'm gonna stick with my five. All
0: right, <laughs> okay.
1: Fifty-fifty for me, but I'm gonna say the reason why they're not reptilians is because we know the reptilians live underground. Right. That was in the Lacerda files. Right. If you haven't listened to our mini series Alien Timber from way back, or our more recent mini series Malian, check that out for some more information on the Lacertophiles, the reptilian race, and other sapient non-human species that live here on right. Earth. Right.
0: So, okay, I will say I would rank the Lacertophiles like four, or five, or six. Yeah. I think yeah. that the idea that the British royal family are reptilians that are like evil shapeshifters that rule the world—I think that that. Is a caca poop story. Okay. That they are using to hide the fact that there are subterranean reptile aliens who live on Earth who are not like that. But they're making it to be a weirdo story that no one believes. And they're also making it so the reptiles are cast in a bad light. Instead of them being merely indifferent about what we're doing.
1: Absolutely.
0: So- at the end of the day, you give it a five. I give it a one.
1: Where do you think Corey Grello would stand on this issue, Natalie? Our sponsor, Corey I think Corey, Corey Grello Grello. would stand
0: with me. She she has stared into the void. She knows the true darkness of a human being soul. And she knows that you can be that evil and still be a human being.
1: You know, Corey Grello works in insurance. She's a lovely person and she will set you up with a great plan for your needs. But I think working in the insurance industry really would open you up to seeing some of the worst people.
0: I would rank her a 10 out of 10, though.
1: Clear. 10 out of 10. And Natalie, if you were going to go anywhere to escape the clutching tentacles of the non-reptilian but possibly still alien royal family.
0: Uh, Harlem Township, it's not ruled by the royal family at all.
1: That's true. If there were flags there to put at staff, I didn't see them. There aren't that many roads in Harlem Township. Not many flags. And not many flags. That's why we love it. Located northeast of Columbus, Ohio, in picturesque Delaware County, Harlem Township, is a lovely place that has many things to offer.
0: Oh, you love it.
1: Well, thanks again for listening. If you haven't yet, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity is the place to go join there. Listen to all the garbage brain and everything is real episodes you haven't heard yet join the discord and chat with us
0: come into our topic suggestion if you come across any kind of strange conspiracy theory that you want us to investigate
1: we'd love to hear from you the
0: weirder the better i want the weirdest ones you to find
1: well thanks for listening we'll talk to you again soon
0: i love you goodbye goodbye